there's nothing like God seeing how available you and I are, especially throughout the midnight hour. Will you get up and praise me still? Will you get up and give me thanks still? God, getting out the bed. Here is my praise. Here is my worship in a new day. Here is my praise. Here is my worship in a new day. You have all my praise. You have all my worship. You have all my mind. You have all my soul. You have all my strength. You have every part of me, God. I am available to worship. I am available to praise. I am available to give thanks. I'm available to exalt your name. I'm available to come up higher. I'm available to acknowledge you. I'm available. I'm available. I'm available. I'm available. One in the morning. Two in the morning. Three in the morning. Four in the morning. Doesn't matter. Any morning. Any afternoon. Any evening. I'm available. God. You have all of my praise. You have all of my worship. Straight out the bed, a living flame for God. God is not playing around with our worship. And you see, we're not playing around with our worship and praises. Because when you can get off the bed and your energy as if you already had something to eat, as if you already took in a shot, you haven't taken anything. Because it's already showering. You already warmed up. You already overflowing. You already eating and drinking at the master's table. Wake up out the bed like here is my worship. No, I think you need to get this. It's not wake up. Oh. Mm, good morning. No, out of bed. Here is my worship. Jesus. 2.31 in the morning. Out the bed. Here is my praise. See, it's like God wake you up from your belly. He don't wake you up from your mind. He don't wake you up from your head. He don't wake you up from your hearing. He don't wake you up from your speaking. He don't wake you up from you doing anything. He wakes us up by touching our bellies. Are you ready to overflow some more? Are you ready, ready to allow these words to escape your mouth again? Are you ready for more? Are you ready for more? Are you ready for more? Here's a new day. God's excited. He's jumping up and down. Are you ready for more? More, 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 more. Now give me your prayer. And give me your worship. Come on, somebody. Well, you're not playing around no more. You're not playing around. Because it shows in your walk. It shows in my walk. It shows what we're doing. I'm not in this bed. No, I'm sitting on this bed. Giving my praise and giving my worship. There's a praise that cannot be contained. And it's not just about dancing. No, it's about getting up. It's about being available. It's about being alert. It's about acknowledging God on this new day that he has waken us up to see. Wake up with the eyes just getting up. Here is my praise. 
Not waking up looking around. Wake up looking up. Here is my rush. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. That's shutting the devil up. Let's shut the devil up. Let's shut the devil up. Not just over your life, over your neighbors, 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 neighbors. Jesus. Here's my worship for the north. Here's my worship regarding south. Here's my worship regarding east. Here's my worship regarding west. There is such a fight in worship. And it's called a good fight, not a bad fight, not a carnal fight, not a disrespectful fight. No, it's a good fight of what faith. And we have a shield of what faith. We're protected because of our what faith. Now here is our worship. God said, are you ready for more? Quenisha, get up. Get up. Are you ready for more? Are you ready for more miracles? Are you ready for more signs? Are you ready for more blessings upon blessings? Are you ready for more awareness as to what I'm doing and where I'm moving in your life and those who are around you? Are you aware that I can do anything I want, anytime that I want? I am God Almighty. I can do it by myself. I don't need you guys to help me, but I use you to be a blessing upon blessing amongst each other because you all can relate to one another by having the same enemy and worshiping the same God. Here is your worship. Now give it back to me. He give us worship to give it back to him. He give us praise to give it back to him. And it gets greater and greater and greater because the works get greater and greater and greater. And the blessings get greater and greater and greater. It go from great to greater, 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 and great to greater and greater and greater than that and greater than that and greater than that and greater than that. Here's my prayer. Listen to this word. When it comes to this word, is we have to hold that word very close we can't hand over this word is that God has given us ooh stay with me the word is it identifies your relationship with God because in the word it says those who come to me must first know that I am know that he is so knowing that he is, you hold that is. And what comes with that is, is nothing but demonstrations that come from that is. God say, I am the is. Every time God give you a vision, every time God give you a dream, every time God says anything to you, you have to know that it is. And what come out there is so. It is so. 
You have to stay with that is. You have to keep that is at the forefront of your mind. You have to allow is to enter into your ear gates and the well there. You have to keep is in your heart. Keep is in your spirit. Keep is as a demonstration because he is who he say he is. Come on, somebody. Therefore, it is so. It what is what finish. <laughs> so you holding that is. You holding who God is. You holding who God is. You're thinking about who God is because you have is at the front of your mind and is identify him as your God. So you cannot give your ears over to somebody else. Not your ears, but your ears. You cannot give that over to somebody else because that is belongs to you. You can't allow nobody to tamper with that is because it is so fully. Somebody can say it is not, but you have to hold that is because it is so. So it's a way that we can say is not, but you got to keep that is so and don't allow no one to put that not where that's so supposed to be. You understand? See, you know that God is so. Because if you didn't believe that God is, you wouldn't be on the same side as the is. You wouldn't be holding on to that is. You wouldn't be holding on to those promises. We wouldn't be holding on to those dreams. We wouldn't be holding on to preparation due to manifestation while we accelerate and accelerate and accelerate because we have the is so. That is so is a promise that open up doors that no man can close. That is is a way maker. That is is a provider. Is a what? <laughs> Every time you hear the word is describing God, there's a form of action that comes behind it. Is what? A healer is what a provider is, what a waymaker is, what a friend is, what the highest is, what the only is, what would he say it is? It is so. If you didn't believe in that is, you wouldn't have came to him in the first place. If you didn't believe in that is, you wouldn't be sitting here processing. If you didn't believe in that is, you would be letting go. If you didn't believe in that is, you wouldn't be pressing to press to pray to press to press to pray to press to press for your purpose because you know your purpose promised. It is Jesus Christ at 2.27 in the morning. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? This is my folders in my cup because I'm running over. And so are you. Why am I running over? Because surely goodness, 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 goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of our lives. Hallelujah. You have to be dedicated to that is. You have to be married and loyal to your ears. Your ears is your promise. Thank you for the ring, God. Your ears manifestations. Your ears is breaking the chains of people's lives around you. Ears is bringing people to be in connection with you, that's connected to you, to bring the past whatever God says belong to you. Ears. Think about the people that are there with you right now who are connected in position. Now, just imagine if they wasn't right there. How would you be right now? The ones who is praying with you, the ones who are in the presence of God praying for you. If they wasn't in position, they wouldn't be focused. They wouldn't be alert because they wouldn't be on the watch. But they on the watch. 
No one can take your is when you know it is. Is is very important. Before I get off of here, <laughs> if I can, if I can, God say 150,000 of you going to be listening this morning. I have went so far up in this podcast that I could push a live button and it would notify all of you who are following this or looking forward to hearing another you know, episode. You will be notified to hear why I'm speaking at the same time. But God said not this podcast, but it's going to be in a different way where you won't just be listening to this audibly. You'll be actually in the audience giving your own testimony for the world to see, not the world just to hear. They're going to see what God is doing in your life. Because I'm not playing around with demonstrating how good God is. See, I have is. I'm not walking around is not. See, if I come around saying it is not to you, then it's going to keep you feeling like you're not good enough when it's not behavior based. So I got to take your mind off behavior and keep it on grace. You understand? I can't say get yourself together. I can't say look, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. I cannot say the world is growing and where you need to get in position. No, we became in position when Christ got in his. And I mean here in the earth. And when he said it is finished, that's position because we were positioned back. You understand? When he got back in his seat, then we became back in our seat. So I got to tell you, I got to tell, 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 tell somebody who know you, know those who are around you, that you are who God say you are. I'm not coming at you from the place that you're not, because that's not so. (laughs) I'm coming at you with the truth. See, I come at you with doing what you need to do. That's saying who you are not. Come on, somebody. See, the purpose of good news is not for somebody to feel bad, feel sad, feel mad, but be glad in it. Because trouble don't last always. There are going to be people in the crowd that's smoking, but they're going to know that trouble don't last always. Because there's a reason why you smoke. <laughs> there's a reason why you lie. There's a reason why you cheat, steal, lie, shout, and holler. Come on, sir. Yeah. Just keep your ears. See, when you have that ears, that's knowing that you trust God so you can rest. Because what comes with rest is assurance. Because God said in this word, rest in assurance. Not rest in anything but assurance. That means rest in believing. Rest in knowing. Rest being reconciled regarding your knowing. Recognize who God is with you using your faith, knowing that he is who he say he is. No one can tamper with your ears. We don't have to go around searching to see, is there anybody who can confirm my ears? No, your ears already been confirmed by God because he's the one who don't make mistakes. We have to stop treating God as if he make mistakes by trying to put our hands in where he don't need them to be. And we're wondering why things are not happening as they're supposed to be because we have our thoughts in, that's hands in. Mind in, that's hands in. 
our ways in, that's hands in. Anytime we say, God, this is, that's our hands in. And when we say, God, that is, when he didn't say anything because we're telling him, see, when we try to be him, then he stepped down from us. Because he don't need us to remind him of who he is and then reminding him actually who he's not in his presence. Because those who come to him must what? First, first, not second or third, first, what? Believe. And there's powerful in the believing because it's not just any kind of believing. He said, what? Only believe. So there's only with the believing. There's nothing else missing, lacking, or broken when it comes to the believing. The believing don't need no pepper when it's already seasoned with salt. He said, we the salt of the earth. Do not lose your flavor. Because it is. Do you hear me? It is. I'm trying to take it down a notch. Because they're doing construction upstairs. And they got very quiet because they're listening. And I don't want to disturb them. But God said, "Mm -mm." they stopped for a reason. (laughs) They know what you do. (laughs) You might didn't think they listen, but they listening to you <laughs> because they hear me through you. <laughs> yeah. You have to be comfortable where you are and you have to be, you know, excited about where you currently, where I currently am. We have to be okay with how it is right now. We have to be okay where we are in our walk right now. We keep trying to skip. Keep trying to skip to receive the more. But where we are now cannot be skipped because God is still the same today. So we trying to go to the evermore. No, but he's still here today. We can't disregard the today. Can't disregard the right now. Because there are blessings still taking place right now. Because God is still the same who he is right now. Still a rewarder to those who diligently seek him right now. So don't look past the now. Because he still has your breakthrough in his hand for the now. He still has the yes in his hand regarding you for your now. So don't disregard right now. Be grateful for where you are right now. Because you're not where you were yesterday. See, we don't go from bad to good. We go from greater to greater. From greater than that. Hallelujah. When it comes to the things of God, sometimes we think it's God that's telling us to do other things but we treat him as if he make a mistake. And I'm going to give you an example. When we say things like, he may not come when you want him. Ooh. But he said, before you called, I already heard. I already answered. That sounds like he's already here. So whatever you and not will go through, he already know. That's like saying he's not here. Or he doesn't care. That sound like how Mary and Martha was before they got checked. Because they had to what? Check it. You're not talking just to know anybody, Mary, Martha. I know I'm your close friend, but know who your friend is. 
I'm not on time. I'm early. What do you mean? I already finished. What You need to catch up. You thinking I'm behind? No, you catch up with me. Catch up with me. Let me say something. When it comes to the Lamb's Book of Life, it's not one big book about everybody. Please hear me. The Lamb's Book of Life is a book written down just for you about you and your walk with God, my walk with God. And you know what's so amazing? When God began to write in one book about, I'm going to use myself as an example, write in a book about me. He's writing in everybody book that he has ever created, will ever create at the same time. Do you know what that looks like? And I'm going to take it up higher than that. There is no the end to the book of life. Because there's no end to life. There's no death in life. So that book is a continuing of writing forever about you and I. And those who are at home, he's still writing. But I'm going to tell you this. From our point of view, still writing. But from his perspective, he already finished the eternity of writing. Now, what does that look like? To have everything written forevermore and still down. Do you know what forevermore looked like on paper? Jesus. Do you know what eternity looked like for you on paper? No, for us, naturally, it's writing for the rest of our days. But God already finished for the rest of our days. So, eternally... There's no time, and it's already done. Every single thing that you and I would do forever. I mean, there's no end in forever. Not ever. You got to put an A on F forever. Already on paper. Eternity is already on paper. Forever is already in a description of you on paper. In a book that never ends, it's already completed eternity. That's outside of the norm. That's outside of human anything. Human nature. To even try to phantom what that looks like. And when it comes to things of God, what he says to you and I, When God comes to us about something specifically, about a name, a specific place, or a specific thing, and it don't look like it, and we say things like, I'm using relationship for an example, another woman or man's trash is another man and woman's treasure. Let me tell you this. Sometimes we say statements like, God give me better than what, you know, didn't want me. God give me something better than that. (laughs) Oh, so we thought. Oh, so we thought. Because when God gives, he gives his best. There's no better and best. Because best is higher than better. Jesus.
So when you living your better life, <laughs> there's nothing higher than best. So live your best life. See, I'm using relationship. Now, if God promised me a man, and that man over there doing something else that God never said, with who else, <laughs> no matter who else, it don't always have to be a relationship. It could be just with the wrong crowd. Who else? <laughs> it don't matter who else he's being with and dealing with. I'm a whosoever regarding his who else. <laughs> So I can't say, you know what? It don't look like it, God. So God going to give me somebody else? God doesn't make mistakes. See, God is saying, I'm not them. See, we have trust issues because the earth did everything it could to destroy us. And it's not the earth itself because the earth doesn't have life. It has life in it. So it's the enemy using the earthly realities to have us to feel like we're not good enough. Have us to feel like we are rejected, we disrespected. All type of lies and hurt and pain, people stealing, taking advantage. So we found people in the ways of the world to not be trustworthy due to our encounters with it. And God looking at us like, I am not a man. In other words, he's saying, I am not them. Do you trust me? I am not them. I am not going to do what they've done to you because I am not a man that I shall lie. They lie to you. When you cheat, you lie. When you steal, you lie. When you're under deception, you under a lie. I will not do that to you because I am not that for you. See, if I choose to move somewhere else and say, God, give me somebody better, that means I didn't wait for God's best. <laughs> so there's going to be something missing, knocking and broken because better is less than best. And we say, oh, it's God. But when it comes to God's writing, he don't need to write down one plan. He don't need two plans of action. Do you understand? So we can't say, okay, God, give me somebody better. Okay, me being somebody's trash, I'm going to be somebody's treasure. No, God only to write down one person for you and I. Now, what we do with that word that he's giving you and I determines if we're going to walk in the outcome or not regarding what he's written down for you and I. He's not going to write down two people. He's not going to erase what he said at first because he's not them. That's pretty much saying, okay... Quenisha is going to marry this man and he's not going to want her. He's going to be disrespectful. He's going to go somewhere else. So I'm going to give her another man. See, he wouldn't write down that man if it's not the man. So <laughs> we're not going to say it about our God no more. Work with me. So we say, okay, well, God going to put down the one that I'm going to marry with the one that he said to me first. He didn't put him in the book, but he wouldn't have said it if it wasn't written down. So we can't say that. <laughs> Jesus. I can't say he didn't put 
the man I wasn't going to marry in the book, but put the one I was going to marry in the book because he wouldn't have came to me about the man in the first place that he wasn't having me to marry because it's only written down who I am going to marry. You better stay with me. So we have to watch what we're saying by watching our God. Everybody can't talk to you because everybody not talking to God for you. See, I'm just being that real. But there's no fake in me. If you don't exercise what you're saying to me, I don't want to hear it. Because how can you tell me to do what you're not? That means you only believe in what you're saying. So I don't want to hear it. Because we know each other by our what fruit. There is determination with fruit. There is such a press to pray with fruit. There's nothing but authenticity in fruit. Nothing but originality with fruit. Come on, somebody. See, the word transparency is to say you're not by yourself. I can relate to you. It's not to say... I can tell you what I want to say to you and then put God on it when I know that God didn't say that to me to say to you. See, if I come to you and I say that I have to apologize to you, then that's not God talking to you because he don't make mistakes to even apologize. So who do you want to hear from, God or Quenisha? Hello. And who do Quenisha want to be used by, herself or God? Hello. So we have to know that what God write down, it is that. See, we have a decision to make when we see what God has said don't look like what he said. So what are we going to do? Make another sudden move? Or are we going to wait? That's why it's so important to intercede on everybody's behalf. Because if I don't decide to wait for the man that God said and I look for somebody else because it don't look like that for me. And guess what? I can't say that God has given me that person if he already spoken that person because he's not them that he shall lie. When I say them, I mean everything, everyone, every place that ever lied to you. He's not that. He's not them. And he never will be. So we can't put him in that category because he said himself, I am not a man that I shall lie, neither a son of man that I shall repent. If I said it, I'll do it. See, the thing is, when we say things other than what God said, then we cut him short to give us access to hear anything else. So if you're not hearing what you want God to say because you're saying things for him that he never said. See, he's only moved by his word. He don't move when he hear anything else. Ooh. <laughs> so if I say God okay well this is the one I never said that so I can't tell you that because now you're talking for me so you want to be God I'm a step away but I'm still going to be here with you because I'll never leave nor forsaking you but you're going to come to a place you're going to recognize it's not me because something going to be missing lacking and broken Hallelujah. When it comes to that house, somebody could just, you know, 
bought your house and living in your house and paid with it for cash. You'd be like, like they've done won a lottery or something. But God said, that's my house. He gave me this location. He gave me this address. He gave me this vision in my head. And because it don't look like it, okay, well, I go look for another house. I didn't say that, said God. I said, this house. I said, this house. So hold your ears regarding your house. Ooh, hold your ears regarding your spouse. Ooh, Jesus. Y'all understand? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, we can choose to move. Or we can choose to stand firm. And you know what's so important? Whoever God revealed to you by name, you have to intercede immediately for them to stay on the same page as you. Because there are too many testimonies and I'm preaching about myself while I'm talking. You understand? There are too many of us who hear from God about a spouse and we are in position and the other party is not. It's very rare when they both are in position. Now, I'm not talking about in the same house. No, they're both in position. Because you're in the same place don't mean you're for each other. You understand? There are many testimonies about them. Because I have one. I'm speaking about myself. Too many of us. And I'm going to tell you what's so important. <laughs> yes, God. A lot of us women and a lot of us men, we stay in a place too long. And God is like, I'm doing a new thing regarding your old thing. Because what the devil meant for evil, I'm using that very thing for your good. That very thing going to be so powerful. That very thing is so powerful. That very thing is so influential. That very thing going to win so many back to me, said God, because you're not by yourself when it comes to what you have done. There are so many others who are doing right now what I brought you out of, and I'm still the same. I could bring them out, but I need you to be a vessel and let them hear your story. I don't care if you were hungry and I fed you. There are many asking me for food right now. It doesn't matter if you were lustful. Because there are many lustful right now. See, I had to learn how to get myself and keep myself together. Because when you fall in love, let me not even say fall. <laughs> When God released love for someone inside, you have to really brace yourself. You have to embrace to brace yourself. Because I'm one of the strongest women that I can ever meet myself. And that thing had me saying things I would never say, doing things I would never do. It had me considering what I need not to consider. 
and I felt strange. This not you. You don't talk like, and it been times I was crying. How can I get through this? When you get it together and keep it together by knowing who you are, calming down, being patient, because we could be anxious and not aware. Anytime we want that thing right now, when God say, wait, it's here. Anytime we don't see it already being here, but waiting for manifestation to get here, we became anxious. And anxiousness can have you crying. It can have you in distress. It can have you trying to rush God, have me trying to rush God. And still say we're being patient. It can have us giving lip service. It can have us saying what we don't really feel. Don't really mean. Oh, I'm patient inside. It's like not. Got to minister to your body. Can't be out here trying to be in somebody's face. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. See, when you know that, you know, and you have your ears, you don't have to demonstrate what is not. We don't have to parade up and down in somebody's face to remind them about you. And I'm going to tell you something, ladies. We can hide under a rock. That man that has found you, been led by God, know exactly where you are. <laughs> in fact, he, he can sense you before you even, or he even walk in the room. <laughs> because we've been given a spirit of what? Deserment. I can discern my better half around. I can feel when they are around. Don't you feel better when you know who your other half is? When they are around, can't you feel it? Can you feel that light in the room? And you know what that light is? It's nothing but your soul and that soul on one accord. See, the soul's already aware what it is. And the spirit man is already aware. But the flesh have to experience it for the very first time. The flesh is catching up. And I say the flesh, I mean the body. Our flesh is not bad unless we walk outside of God's will. See, our flesh is a part of us as a three-part being. So we have to stop denying flesh because we think about the word fleshly. See, the thing is, fleshly and having flesh are two different things. Because <laughs> we're still a three-part being. So you have to minister to your body that's trying to function as it ought to because we are the healed and <laughs> by stripes we are, we were made healed. So your body going to try to tell you some things. Hold on. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but you can't do what you want to do yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have to say, body, you're worth waiting for. You must wait. How about we give God praise in this way instead? You better talk to your body or it's going to talk back to you. And you're going to find yourself doing things that you know you should not do. Like we walk around wearing things that we know we shouldn't wear. And we considering things that we should not consider. Anytime we try to get someone who we prepare to marry their eye and their attention regarding what we're trying to wear and do to beg for their attention, that's getting our own way.
I can't be wearing no skin tight, nothing. I can't be wearing no reveal. I wouldn't even want to wear that without even knowing who the man is for real. I had to really learn because it's like sometimes you want to set a reminder, but God don't have to be reminded. I try to set a reminder for the gentleman. Hey, I'm still here. <laughs> oh, you don't have to remind me. I know you're here because I'm still here. I'm up now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we don't have to remind a man, ladies. <laughs> We don't have to remind that man that God said to you. But let me tell you, ladies, who don't know who your husbands are, you better stop claiming Boaz. Because Ruth is still with Boaz. You don't want her husband. That's what's cutting us short. We telling God who we want. I want Boaz. No, I don't want Boaz. I want the man that God has for me. I want him by name, not no other name. Could never do for me. Because I realize, I have learned that that man is graced for you in such a way that others are not graced to even handle what he can handle regarding you. You better hear me, ladies. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> I didn't know I had an issue all that time. <laughs> you know what my identity was? You know when you call that thing out by name, that, that base to what your problem is? My base was trust. And it wasn't trust with my mind. It wasn't trust with my soul. It wasn't trust with my body. It was trust with my spirit. I was looking at him from the outside and saying, can you handle what I'm working with? <laughs> but this is where I was wrong. I'm standing out of the vision, looking in at him, but I'm included in the vision. So I have to see myself there too and not him by himself. Jesus, because I am your help, Jesus. Therefore, we got this, Jesus. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> You understand? What was I thinking? Can you handle this purpose? You share the same purpose. What you mean? <laughs> Do you know God come to him? Not just about your name. And I mean your name, Quinesha. No, he come to you with and about your name. <laughs> because knowing his name, he knows your name. <laughs> That's why God didn't have to name Eve because he was already going off of Adam. <laughs> Jeez, huh? She didn't receive her name till she started walking in deception. And Adam called her Eve. You know, which means a lot regarding deception. You will experience pain, death, childbearing, all of that. You're exiting out of eternal life. You actually out of a connection with God. We just became disconnected. Ooh, oh God. Ooh, Father, hold up. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You're so powerful. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Sin disconnects us from God, right? God. Because he's there holy, right? <laughs> but there was no one else with Adam and Eve when they deceive God, but God, right? <laughs> Who made their clothing? God, right? <laughs> Who led them out of the Garden of Eden? God, right? <laughs> God, uh, uh. 
Jesus. That was the first time and that was the last time. So we can imagine what that had to be like for God who can't touch sin but around sin. And it wasn't the first time because the first time was with Lucifer who's now Satan. Because sin started with him on his own throne. Because he wanted to take the throne. <laughs> so God had to experience that again. But I thank God that he already had another plan. But look how that is. Cannot come near sin. But yet I'm making clothes for those who have sin right here in my face before I exit them out and be disconnected. So the disconnection didn't take place till when they exit out. When they became disconnected to life in the garden. So think a little bit further with me, why don't you? So what happened to all the rest of the creation when Adam and Eve exit out? Because they didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the animals went from fellowship to looking like, hold up. <laughs> why we have to? Because <laughs> God didn't leave them there because they wouldn't be here. <laughs> that's just like us why we have to fall so we wasn't with Adam because of one man you know why because we in the same form as him as a three part being with one fall we all fail Jesus and because of one coming here to stand we all stand Christ did not carry sin around in the earth know this if he carried the sin around the earth, it wouldn't be no need for him to come here for us because we can still be connected because he would have been disconnected had he carried the sin because that's why he came for sin. So if we can still be connected with sin, then we wouldn't need him. So he did not carry sickness and disease around. No, he bore that when he was on the cross when he said he feels a disconnection. Father, why have you forsaken me? Now, he know that God would never leave nor forsaken him because he would never say that if he didn't believe that. He said, I would not say it if I didn't believe it so. So the fact is he felt that disconnection for the very first time just like Adam did. Because of Adam's feeling of a disconnection, Christ had to feel the same disconnection in order for us to be connected back again. Now imagine that Adam in the kingdom, Eve in the kingdom, watching Christ come on their behalf. <laughs> come on, somebody. See, some of our decision-making affect other people. But guess what? It's still for glory. Hallelujah. And I didn't know I had a trust issue with this man. And, it, and the thing is, it don't make sense, ladies and gentlemen. How can I trust you with my body? I can't even trust you with my spirit. Come on, somebody. <laughs> that man is already equipped, ladies. He's already equipped, ladies. He's already equipped, ladies. <laughs> Do you understand? already equipped for you and if you don't know well now you do know because how much did he put up with already before he even came alongside with you because of you <laughs> no other man would endure what that man can only endure for you 
So enough with the nonsense, right, ladies? No, I'm testifying while I'm preaching about myself. No more with the nonsense, right, ladies? It doesn't matter if you're going through restoration regarding that man. And it has to, you understand, you have to have a second approach. It's all good. I'd rather have a second approach than a no approach at all. You understand? I don't want better. I want God's best. See, when we think about better, we're going somewhere else. No, best. Because it looked like it's not going to happen. So I'm going to find something better than what looks unappealing to me. I'm going to find something better. That's how they treated Christ. They were looking for something better than him because how he came. But he didn't come in a form of looking like he was at his best. So they didn't consider him to be the best. Even though he given his best, they looked at him as being who he wasn't. So I had to look at this man and learn to look at him for who he is and trust him with you understand my gifts trust him with my part my portion as a help trust him with my help nor my help come from God but trust him with my knowledge my faith my giving of thanks unto God trust him with it as I come alongside with this man with it because there's no way we could become one on two different pages you understand? And to be honest, it's not fair. But God never said it'd be fair. It's finalized. <laughs> but it's not okay. But thank God that he says that everything is alright. You better hear me. Because sometimes we're thinking we're in position elsewhere. No, we need to stay where we are, which is right here. Because our decisions affect other people. And God began to show me all night a vision of this man in this huge bed with children. And he's turning the TV, watching what they ask him to watch. So I'm compromised. See, God wanted me to see not just his spiritual side, but his affectionate side. How he compromised in so many ways, compromising at home, compromising on what's to come. See, I could have what I want to watch on my TV in my room, but I have y'all in my bed and y'all watching what you want to watch on my TV in my room. And it was kids. See, God didn't have me and my son now in that vision. You know why? Because we already here. God was showing me about this man, what's to come. And he was in this bed, this big bed with these kids. And it got me because I was like, they don't look too much different from each other. And what I mean by that, you know, age range it looks different, you know, you're older and you apparently look older than the youngest or, you know, the next. It didn't look too much of a difference. It looked like they were back to back to back to back to back. I'm trying to. You ever heard that nursing rhyme? There were 10 in a bed and the little one said, and they all look the same. That's how they look in that bed, the same. There's not much of an age difference. 
to be honest, I don't know who is, is what. And that's not what God had me to see, obviously. It's just looking at him at home that way. Showing what type of man, what type of father that he is. Not going to be what's already in him to be. See, many of us ladies look at a man from how we were treated from the world. I'm not talking about a relationship with the man. You know, how the world treated us. How it had us to think that we are not and we won't be. But God said, I'm not that because I'm not them. You have to look at your man that way as well and your woman that way as well. They are not them. So you have to come knowing that, not get married and then begin to try to find that out. You better hear me. I'm not them. See, in a wrong marriage, it was the opposite for me. I am like them. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Because I want something different. Hold up. You're like them. And if you're not careful, that's going to pull you down from not being to becoming just like them. And the one that's not like them have to sit around and wait till we get together to want to come alongside with them. Come on, somebody. So we don't need to play no games with our purpose because our purpose never played games with us. We don't have to try to remind each other. We know what it is. Ladies, gentlemen, especially ladies, us. We don't have to parade up and down that math. I feel to be on the opposite side of the room if I see that now. Don't think I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm just looking for my distance. <laughs> I don't need to be in your face. You already know what it is. I don't have to remind you. That's how I keep myself wanting to be kept. Not trying to make no sudden moves to remind a man who don't need to be reminded about you. Jesus. <laughs> And trust me, the more you try to move away, the more they keep their eye on you. Jesus. This is something good, right? I'm trying to tell you. I like golf with me. No, I love golf with me. Oh, God. God, talk about getting married now for 300, Alex. I'm trying to tell you. For real, though. The way how marriage is set up, it's like, wow. For real, though? Yes, Kanisha. And I thank God. How I get on this subject? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God say it's me. It's okay. <laughs> oh God. It's rewarding because you have your ears and can't nobody tamper with that ears. <laughs> when you see your ears so <laughs> regarding anything God said to you, you keep that ears and you don't put that ears in nobody's hand and nobody's heart on nobody's mind. And thank God you have people to keep you lifted regarding the is. <laughs> that is, stay is and don't become your not. See, your not not going to change the fact that it's God's is. <laughs> so it's best to stay with the is than with the is not. It's best to stay with the have and not the have not. <laughs> it's best to stay with the will and not will not. <laughs> You understand? I thank God for that knowledge, that breakthrough. And now I look at this man totally different, like, what? <laughs> Hold up. 
What? <laughs> you have all of that inside. What? <laughs> Sometimes, ladies, you gotta deny saying if you don't bring your fine self over here, Jesus, and stop playing with this, Jesus. <laughs> That's why I gotta be all the way over here with it because I'm too drawn. I'm too drawn, and I'm not gonna be out there looking like that, looking like no puppy. And I don't mean a puppy on a leash. I mean like one of those puppy with the puppy eyes. Like, you understand what that noise that it make and you give them what they want. Even though we won't in that way because they wouldn't want what God doesn't want. You better stay with me. <laughs> I don't want to lose you. I had to bring that back quick. <laughs> I had to make a quick comeback for that. But I'm serious. You'll look and be like, you'll get stuck with the thought. <laughs> You'll be so drawn that thing I had you from over there to all the way right there. You can't do that. You got to go stay over there. <laughs> stay over there. Stay over there. <laughs> they don't think they not. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> One of the most tickling things is when you're both in the same room and he's waiting. We can't make it pressuring. I'm putting pressure. By trying to rush a man who cannot be rushed. Think you don't want what God already came to him about you. He came to him first. He don't come to us, ladies. That's a lie. Because he didn't create us first. <laughs> so why would he come to us first? That don't make sense. Hallelujah. It's so rewarding to just stay with your ears regarding your virtue, ladies. And I'm telling you, with this preparation, it had me all over the place. <laughs> saying things, just saying whatever. <laughs> oh, God said whatever. Oh, God. I thank God <laughs> he didn't entertain. That's how you know it's a man of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's nothing like being in the same room <laughs> and you both glance. <laughs> And, you know, you keep, you know, you're talking to other people. And you're like, yeah, but you still glance. I see you. I see you too. <laughs> There's nothing more tickling than that. <laughs> I see you. I see you too. <laughs> Jesus. You know, I was talking. I'm not going to lie. I was talking yesterday to, to some ladies that was just complimenting what God is doing in my life. And when I say that, man, everything they were saying, I wasn't hearing no more. I was just like, oh, God, thank you. Thank you. I felt that light that lit up the room when he comes in. Because I'm one amongst many who's sharing the same soul. It's very intense. There's nothing to play around with regarding any soul. Whether it's one whole soul coming to be one soul with another whole soul. It makes it more challenging, actually, when you're sharing the same soul. Because your mind, will, emotions, you can pick up very quick. Because you're sharing the same. There is no, this side is different than this. No, it's the same soul. But I might not be feeling how you feeling, but I can feel what you're feeling. You understand? Jesus. And I pray to God that this man never felt what I was feeling. 
Jesus. I'm going to tell the truth. Jesus. I hope it didn't wake you up at night. Oh, God. <laughs> or in the morning. Or in the noonday. Jesus. I didn't know how to deal with that. No, because I never felt that. Jesus. So before I get off of here, which I really don't because I'm talking about this man, but I got to get off of here because it's not about me. It's about you. So keep your ears. Stay loyal to your ears. And what's beside it is so. I love you. Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. I love, love, love you all. <laughs>